we're on the second part of our series titled Every Tribe and Every Every Nation. Okay? Every Tribe and Every Nation. Question. Uh, ba tayo mga first-timers in the house or you've just recently attended our church community? Can we see a show of hands here? First-timer or yeah, we have one here in front. Um, meron rin dito. Palakpan naman natin mga first-timer natin dito. Um, we hope to be able to meet you later. Okay? Okay, matakot. Hindi kami nangangain. Tama ba? Depende daw. Pero, hindi. Gutom lang yan. Hindi kami nangangain. And hopefully, we'll be able to connect later. Um, the reason I ask that is because, um, well, we want to get to know you better. Pero at the same time, um, we are on a series wherein we talk about one of the things that's we're, that we're very passionate about and we value. Yan, para sa, para sa mga matatagal na kasi na part itong church community na ito, alam nyo na to, itong pinag-uusapan natin dito sa two-week series natin. Every single year, come on now, reaching the nations, doing world missions, come on. Woo, okay, okay. Kailangan pa ano, sumunod yun. De, pero kaya natin ginagawa to kasi this really is something we're so passionate about. Um, this is a short two-week series, an interjection from our six-week series, Walk the Talk. So next week, babalik na po tayo sa Walk the Talk as we study the Word of God. Pero hindi talaga natin malalat go itong uh, talking about um, reaching the nations and doing world missions. Um, if you've recently just attended uh, our church victory, baka, baka lang hindi pa kayo, hindi pa kayo ganun ka-familiar sa, sa summary statement ng mission ni God na binigay niya sa church natin. How many of you know we have a mission from God? Amen? As a church community, Victory Taft and Victory as a whole. Masyadong mahaba yun, kaya hindi na yung papakita ko. Pero mayroon tayong summary version nun. And what is that? We exist to... Ayan! Okay, so alam na alam natin taga-Victory kayo. Kasi alam nyo na we exist to honor God and make disciples. Uh, of course, um, para kay God naman po, talaga lahat ng ginagawa natin, ba? Kaya nga, we exist to honor God. Kasi dapat everything that we do, from volunteering to building relationships in the church, having fellowship, following Jesus, lahat yan, it's all supposed to be for the honor of God. Every single thing. Amen? However, um, how many of you know that the primary way we do this in our church community is by making disciples. Making disciples. Make disciples. Question, um, saan ba natin ako yung phrase na yan, make disciples? Yan. Quiz to, okay? May pa-quiz si pastor, okay? Hindi na babalik dito kasi may pa-quiz. Saan natin ako yung phrase na yan, go and make disciples? Where did we get that? From a very famous passage of scripture in the Bible. Okay, nag-walk the talk tayo series, ba? So dapat, alam na alam na natin yung scripture. And kung taga-victory ka, dapat rin memorize mo to, Right? Where did we get that? From Matthew 28, verse 19 to 20. Okay, without flashing it first. Oh, wow, wow, Back, 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 back. Oh, no. Wala na. Denyan nyo na. Okay, okay. But, but, ano. Kunyari na lang, di nyo nakita. Okay? So, ano yung Matthew 28, 19 to 20? Kung tawaga, victory ka, dapat alam na alam mo to. Sabay-sabay natin, sabihin, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to... Obey everything. Ayan, nawala na, diba? Obey everything that I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the ends of the age. Narecite nyo kasi binalik na ulit, diba? Okay. Yan. 
Diyan natin na kuya, ano, make disciples na yan. People all throughout church history has labeled this, itong Matthew 28 na to, if, you, if you're reading the Bible, you know the Bible, as what? The great, what? The great? The great commission. All throughout church history. This has been labeled as the great commission by our Lord Jesus Christ. A command and instruction that Jesus gave His disciples um, before He left this world. Amen? Sinabi niya sa mga disipulo niyo to, Go therefore and make disciples. Everything has been said and done. You heard the parables. You heard my teachings. You saw me heal. Diba? I died and paid for, uh, on the, um, I died and paid for your sins on the cross. Resurrected from the dead. And now He has appeared to His disciples. Dulong chapter ng ano, Matthew 28. Tapos He ends with this. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations. Dito sa church na ito, we have a saying for this. And what is that? What is that? His, his last commandment, our first priority. Ay parang mali yating sinabi ko. No? Pero something like that, okay? His last command, ayun tama. His last command, our first priority. Kaya sobrang ano natin to, binabanner talaga natin to. Kasi we got that from Jesus' words in Matthew 28. We want every single person who've, gave, who've given their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ or who've had an encounter with the gospel to grow in their discipleship, to grow in following Jesus, fellowshipping with other believers, and fishing for men. Lahat tayo. Yun yung hope namin sa lahat sa inyo dito. Nag-grow tayo lahat in discipleship. Gusto nyo ba nag-grow kayo in your discipleship walk with God? Do you want that? Amen, diba? However, we don't want just you to grow in your discipleship walk. We believe na si God, ginagamit niya lahat ng Kristiyano to help others as well grow in their discipleship. Kaya go and make disciples. This is for all of us. Para po sa lahat to na nananampalataya sa ating Panginoong Heso Kristo. We want, we want to make disciples of people here in Taft Avenue. Kaya nga tayo, Victory, Victory Taft. Gusto natin lahat ng tao dito sa Taft Avenue, sa City of Manila, ma-disciple for the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, hindi lang dito. Gusto lang, gusto lang ba ni Jesus, ano, Taft Avenue lang yung ma-disciple, mga tao lang sa Taft Avenue? Hindi. Gusto rin niya sa buong Pilipinas. Right? Kaya ang dami nating churches sa Philippines ngayon. The goal, ito, listen here very carefully, the goal was never para mas dumami tayo. That was never the point. Pero the goal is so that more and more people will get to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Para mas madaming tao makakilala sa ating Panginoong Heso Kristo at maggrow in their walk with God. So, ano, ever since our church was birthed, we've been planting other churches here as well in the Philippines. Kasi gusto natin, madaming, ano, madaming uh, pang Pilipino makilala si Jesus Christ. Amen? And contrary to what some people will think, ay, yung victory, malaki na yan. Hindi pa po, kasi... How many of you know there's 100 million people in the Philippines? Tama ba yung, ano, yung statistics? Or basta 70 million to 100 million? Nasa ganong range, tama ba? Ang layo pa po, mga kapatid. Ang dami pang tao hindi, pa, hindi pakilala si Jesus Christ. Amen? How many of you want to see the, uh, the whole Philippines disciple for the Lord Jesus Christ? Gusto, gusto nyo ba yun? Yan, praise God. But, as clearly as what Jesus Christ said in Matthew 28, hindi lang pala ito para sa mga friends and loved ones natin tsaka sa mga workmates. Gusto rin pala ni Jesus na ma-disciple lahat ng bansa. 
lahat ng tao sa buong mundo. Jesus' disciples are commissioned as well to go and make disciples of all the ends of the earth, all nations. Everyone say that with me. Make disciples of every nation. Make disciple of every nation. And ang galing po mga kapatid, pag binasa po natin yung Bible, if we trace back the history of the church, as we read scripture, kita po natin, basahin niyo Matthew 28, basahin niyo yung sequel ng gospel, which is the book of Acts. His Jesus' disciples had been making disciples of other people in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to all the ends of the earth. Nagmultiply lang po sila nagmultiply. Dahil pinadala po sila ni God in different um, cities and different nations in the Mediterranean. Fast forward. Fast forward 2,000 years later. Hindi ko na po kukwento yung sobrang daming, ano, da- daming ganap pa nangyari sa church history. Pero zoom in na lang po tayo dito sa atin. Fast forward 2,000 years later, back in 1984, a group of American missionaries reached out students here in Manila. Specifically, sa Recto Avenue at the University Belt. And the rest was history. Our church was birthed here because of an outreach made by American missionaries. 37 years later, here we are now today. Are you glad that you're in this church community? Are you happy? Yan, praise God, okay? Kung hindi ka happy, na joke lang, okay? Hopefully, ano, mag-grow yung joy natin as we fellowship more and more with other people. Now, praise God for that. Again, sana tayo lahat ano, mag-continually grow pa in, in our walk with Jesus Christ. But now that we are here today, does that mean, okay, does that mean from Matthew 28 to church history to, to um, American missionaries reaching us here today, does that mean tapos na? Okay na, na-reach out na tayo. Okay, hanggang dito na lang. Does that mean it stops here? No. The command and the commission to go and make disciples of all nations. How many of you know that this mandate has also been given to every single one of us? Amen? So, this means all churches that God has planted in history are also given this mandate to go and make disciples of all nations. In fact, in fact, when, when the, um, these American missionaries planted a church here, ito, did you know this? Um, our leaders would share stories na first few years pa lang po ng victory since in the 1980s, a couple of years pa lang, when our church was birthed in 1984, during that time, we would already be sowing, investing, and sending people to the nations. We were still a young church back then. In fact, we only had one or two churches for the first two years. Pero even as early as that time, Yung church po natin had already been sending people to do the missions work and people had already been sowing and investing financially in the nations. Galing po nito. If you think about it, ano siya, parang mind-blowing siya. Ang galing lang nung faith po ng church natin. I'm not saying na ano, sobrang galing ng faith natin, diba? walang perfect. Pero what I'm saying is this, okay? It, it, it was never about it never became about at third world third world country tayo eh. Dapat dapat itong mga nations na, to, na madaming Christians, sila dapat nagpapadala sa atin. So mag-send out sila dito kasi third world country tayo quote and quote. Sabi nga ng ibang tao hindi na daw politically correct 'yon. 
We are a developing nation daw. Pero that did not stop us. Why? Why didn't that stop us? Because as a church, yung calling kasi ng church is to go and make disciples of all nations. It's not about um, economic and social political stability of a nation. Pero because we are a church community, ang sinasabi lang natin, dapat faithful tayo sa mandate ni God sa atin. Amen? Amen. First few years pa lang, we had already been sending um, people to the nations to disciple them. I mean, if you know that if it's God's will, it's God's bill. Tama ba? If it's God's will, it's God's bill. It's never about developing nation kasi tayo, hindi natin kaya magpadala. No, if we have the faith to obey God, then He will send missions work to the nations. Amen? Amen. To date, we already have 196 full-time cross-cultural missionaries in 38 nations all over the world. Praise God for that. And that's because we have been faithful in sending missionaries to the mission field ever since our church was birthed. Dito naman pa sa Victory Taft, mga kapatid, we believe in fulfilling the Great Commission so much na currently, dito pa sa church natin, we have 15 cross-cultural missionaries that Victory Taft um, have Victory Taft as their home. Nasaan po sila? Eh, kaya nga sila cross-cultural missionaries kasi nandun po sila. Pero andun po si Ate Helen. I appreciate si Ate Helen. Nag-preach ng word last week. Thank you for sharing and imparting to us dito sa 5pm service. Thank you so much, Ate Helen. So, again, come on. Let's give God praise again for that, for, for the opportunity to take part of what God is doing in reaching the nations. Mga kapatid, our leaders would always say this. And sana mag-grasp rin natin to. That so long as there's still one person out there in the world, in the entire world po, out of 7 billion plus people in the world today, how many of you know that our church will never be big enough? Kasi it's never about the number of people in the church. Hindi naman po to competition, hindi naman po palaki ng church to. This is all about preaching the gospel to the lost. Preaching the gospel to the people Peoples who do not yet know the Lord Jesus Christ. That's how important this is. Kaya nga po, we're doing this series to remind us of the mission of God and how important this is for us as a church community. Every tribe, every nation. We believe now one day, hopefully, we will be able to indeed reach every tribe and every nation in the entire world. If you have your Bibles with you, kindly open them with me to Psalm 102, verse 12 to 22. As we read our text to hopefully inspire us to, to see God's heart and God's desire for reaching the nations of the world. Psalm 102, verse 12 to 22. That's our passage of scripture this afternoon. Can, can I request everyone to please stand up in reverence to the reading of the word of God? Psalm 102, verse 12 to 22. It says here, But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered Throughout all generations, you will arise and have pity on Zion. It is the time to favor her. The appointed time has come, for your servants hold her stones dear and have pity on her dust. Nations will fear the name of the Lord, and all the kings of the earth will fear your glory. For the Lord builds up Zion, he appears in his glory. He regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise their prayer. Let this be recorded for a generation to come, so that the people yet to be created may praise the Lord. 
that he looked down from his holy height. From heaven, the Lord looked at the earth to hear the groans of the prisoners, to set free those who were doomed to die, that they may declare in Zion the name of the Lord and in Jerusalem his praise. When peoples gather together and kingdoms to worship the Lord. Let's just pray. Father, thank you, God, for your word. Thank you, God, for our passage of Scripture this afternoon, Lord God, wherein must hopefully in reaching the nations, Lord God, it is seen all throughout Scripture, Lord God, that this is actually one of the great themes, Lord God, of, of the Bible, Lord God. And I, I pray, God, now for all of us here, Lord, give us a bigger picture, give us a bigger vision, Lord God, na hindi lang to about us individually having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, although that's great, pero this is this goes beyond us, Lord God. As a church community, Lord God, help us understand that this is really about combining our efforts, Lord God, and our resources, Lord God, para lang ma-reach out namin, Lord God, yung every tribe, every people, every language group, Lord God, in this world. So maraming salamat, Lord God. Help us grasp and understand this better. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. All right. Now take your seats. Psalm 102. Psalm 102. Now, I don't know if uh, you're like me, pero when I was reading this passage of Scripture, when I was looking at this, tapos nakita ko na uh, nations, okay? Missions, yung pag-uusapan natin. Nagtaka ako, bakit kaya sa Psalm natin to kinuha? Right? Si Ate Helen, yes, nag-agree siya kasi nag-preach siya last week sa Psalms rin, diba? So, bakit tayo sa Psalms kumukuha ng mga preaching about the nations? Kala ko ba reaching the ends of the earth? And what does this have to do with that? My hope and my prayer is, eto, mas makikita natin yung bigger picture of, of the, the, the theme of missions, the theme of reaching the nations in the entire scripture. Kanina kasi, di ba, binasa ko yung Matthew 28. And, Yun nga, alam, this is very famous passage of scripture. Tapos alam natin that that is dubbed as the Great Commission. Kasi that was the time wherein Jesus was about to ascend. Amen? Tapos, kinomission niya mga disciples, oh, na, go and make disciples of all nations. Familiar naman kayo dun, ba? Most of us, pag sinabing reaching the nations and reaching and doing missions, ito lang yung passage of scripture na usually tumatatak sa atin. So, most people will think it's a New Testament thing. Tapos doon lang nagka-idea na, oh, sige na, padala mo na yung disciples mo, Jesus. Tapos, so that we can reach the ends of the earth. So yan. Now as a younger Christian, I thought na, Great Commission, Reaching the Nations, pang Matthew 28 lang yan. However, later, um, as I grew in my understanding of the Word of God, I realized, I realized this, and I'm thankful for my teachers, my leaders who educated me with the Word of God, na, Yung theme pala of missions, yung theme of reaching the nations, this is a central theological theme of the entire scriptures. What does that mean? If you read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, yung theme of reaching the nations, kitang-kita po sa lahat yan. So papakita natin, very quick lang po. Very quick. Genesis pa lang po, kita mo na. Nandun na yung dilemma. Nandun na yung dilemma of reaching the, the many people groups of the entire world. 
Genesis, ano nangyari sa Genesis? Sana marami sa atin alam yung Genesis, tama po ba? What happened? God created the world, everything was good. God created the man and the woman, tama? But, ano yung nangyari? Ano yung naging problema? Sin entered the world? Adam and Eve disobeyed God? Because of that, sa Genesis 3, sin reigned and entered this world. Therefore, death reigned. Kaya po tayo namamatay. Lahat ng tao ngayon namamatay. No one lives forever. The Bible tells us that that's because of sin. May hangganan po tayo lahat dito. The Bible explains everything, ladies and gentlemen. So, so does that mean, ano, wala nang pag-asa yung tao? Wala, pero what happened there is because of the grace of God, sila Adam and Eve nakapag-propagate. Ano Nag-multiply pa sila. Albeit, albeit the sin that entered this world. So you see, Humankind slowly but surely populating the earth. Pero may kasalanan. So in Genesis, you see, actually in Genesis, nakita mo na, na doon na, ano, doon na, uh, dyan nag-originate, dyan lumago yung mga nations. Genesis 10, it says there, tinan mo, if you look at Genesis 10, meron, merong account dito na after Noah, kilala nyo si Noah, yung nagbigay ng Ten Commandments, na joke lang, yung sa flood, yung gumawa ng ark, nakakonfuse lagi yun eh. Tinatest ko na knowledge nyo. After Noah, doon na nag-descend yung mga different nations in this world. Genesis 10. Another, another ano, title for that is Table of Nations. Nakapagbasa na ba kayo ng Bible ever tapos nakikita nyo yung mga genealogies? Yan, may purpose po yan. Pinapakita how ano, human beings progress. So, long story. Tapos, after Genesis 10, andun pa rin yung sin eh. Andun pa rin yung kasalanan. You see all these different people groups actually. In Genesis 11, in the next slide, they start to build this Tower of Babel. Kasi sabi nila, we, we want to usurp God. Yan, yan yung summary nun. Tapos sabi ni Lord, ano ba yung binibuild nila dito? Sobrang laking tower. Tapos sabi dun, God had to stoop down pa kasi hindi niya makita, sobrang liit. In this account, that's where God confused the, the language of the different people. Kaya, kaya yung mga different languages in the world that we see today, ang galing po ng Bible. You see its origin here in Genesis 11. Tower of Babel. Kaya may French, di ba? Bonjour. Okay? Kaya may Spanish. Como esta? Okay? Of course, Korean. Anyong? Haseyo. Alam na alam. Nanonood ka, no? Si Hazel, no? Nag, nag, ayan. Ang dami, di ba? Genesis 11 po. Different tribe, different language, different Nations. So Genesis 11. In Genesis 12, sabi ni Lord, kahit sinful yung human beings, I still want to redeem them. My heart goes out for them. So 12, this starts the redemption story. Yan. Sino mga nag-leadership 113 dito? We'll talk more about this in Wednesday and in the, in the next five weeks. May ano pa tayo class where we go deeper on scripture. So Genesis 12 starts the redemption story. He calls forth Abraham and Sabi doon sa Genesis 12, He will make Abraham into a great nation so that all the families of the earth will be blessed. In another translation, so that all the nations of the world will be blessed. So, yung theme of reaching the nations, doing missions, it's really a central biblical theme. Genesis to Revelation po. We're not just doing this kasi, oy parang maganda yata theme ng church natin. Ano? Let's reach the nation. No. We do that because it's deeply biblical. Amen? So, yan. So, this is not just one theme that developed in Matthew 28. For those of you familiar with that. Pero, 
ano pa lang, Genesis pa lang, tapos as this progressed throughout the entire Bible, kitang-kita natin yung heart ni God to reach the nations of the world. Um, here in Psalm 102, haba no explanation po, no? Pero that explains why we can actually get from different passages in the Bible, in Scripture, and still be able to talk about nations. Kasi we can literally see this as an important theme all throughout Scripture. Yung Psalms po, when you read the book of Psalms in the Bible, uh, you have to understand na yung mga Psalms po na yan, these, these were actually originally sang. Yung mga ano natin ngayon, mga parang victory worship back then, parang Israel worship siya back then. Kinakanta po nila yon. Sad to say na lang po, today, maybe there's still no technology, hindi na po natin alam yung mga parang how they originally sang these psalms. Pero kinakanta po itong mga to. These, was, these psalms were deeply embedded in their culture. How many of you know na ano, yung mga songs po natin today, madali siya maalala tsaka ma-remember. Tama? Nagiging part ng kultura. Right? Ano ba yung mga famous songs ngayon? Hindi ako ganun ka-updated eh. Pero pag may famous song ka sa Spotify ngayon, yung pinakahuli ka ng mga BTS, di ba? Diba? Permission to dance, na, 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 na. Oh, mga ganun, di ba? So, kinakanda siya ng mga tao. Naalala, right? So, itong mga psalms ito, in Israel's culture and nation, they know it by heart kasi they sang these songs. Bakit nila kinakanta to? Para maalala nila, para ma-remind sila of the character of God, God's purposes, God's desires. Tapos, dito sa psalm na binasa natin, kitang-kita mo yung heart ni God for the nations. If you, if you do a quick survey of the book of Psalms, depends on your translation, the word nations was mentioned around 70 to 80 times. 70, 70 to 80 times. So again, this is no small thing alone. Pero this is literally seen all throughout Scripture. Kasi through these songs, God was always reminding His people of their purpose. Pinapaalala ni God sa Israel, descendants ni Abraham, why, what was the reason why I called forth your forefather? Bakit from your forefather, Abraham, came Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, plus, the, plus his brothers, tapos there came Israel. Familiar ba kayo sa Israel? Right? Si God po, purpose niya po lahat yon. Through these songs, pinapaalala, pinapaalala ni God sa kanila, Why did I call you? You know what's one of the reasons why God set forth Israel? To be a blessing to the nations. To reach the nations of the world. Now, okay na po sana mga kapatid. Okay na sana. God, are you familiar with the Exodus account, Exodus story, where God Save the Israelites from slavery in Egypt. Familiar ba kayo doon? Yan, ba? The Prince of Egypt pa lang na movie. Dapat alam na natin yan. Okay na sana. They were a great nation na binigay mga laws at Ten Commandments. However, if you read scripture, alam naman po natin how Israel failed in terms of their relationship with God. Israel failed to live up to the expectations of God for them. And therefore, because of that, hindi rin nila na-live out yung purpose nila to being a blessing to the nations. Bakit ko sinabi lahat yun? Most of you know that already. Kasi yun yung context itong psalm na to. 
Ito po. This is one of the simple points in this psalm. When you read Psalm 102, ito yung pinapahiwatig niya. What is that? Even, even in the failings of the nation of Israel, tapos yung reference dito was Zion, even in their failings, God was still able to use their failings as a nation for God to be exalted and for God to be, um, to be uh, uh, seen as a light to the nations. Does that make sense? Even in Israel's failings, God can turn it around for the good. Tapos at the end of the day, mag-glorify pa, pa rin yung name ni Lord in the nations. Let's read what we read earlier. Psalm 102 verse 12. Nasa gitna na po tayo ng psalm dito. It says here, But you, O Lord, are enthroned forever. You are remembered all throughout generations. The psalmist was talking about God. God, you are enthroned forever. You are remembered all throughout generations. Ang ganda nito. And actually, this is a theme that we see all throughout Scripture. How many of you know that God is indeed, in, um, God is indeed enthroned through all generations? How, how many of you know that whatever generation we are in right now, did you know that there will come a time where we will no longer be here in this world, itong generation natin today? Makakalimutan rin tayo ng tao. Pero, the name of God will always be remembered. And that's truth and reality. Kaya ako pinakita itong mga pictures na to, is because of this. How many of you know that there, there had been so many different civilizations and kingdoms already that had existed in this world? Tama po ba? The Egyptian, um, the Egyptian kingdom, Babylonian kingdom, Assyrian kingdom, world history po ito mga kapatid. The Roman Empire, the Mongolian Empire, mas, ito na yung pinaka-reason sa kanilang lahat. Nations have risen, nations have fallen already. Yet, the name of the, the Lord God is still the one that is enthroned and still remembered all throughout generations. Galing po niyan, di ba, mga kapatid? Ine, ano, parang rinaremind lang nung psalmist yung mga people. Chill lang tayo, mga kapatid. Kasi what, at the end of the day, si God pa rin ang bida. Amen? Si God pa rin yung ano, ma-exalt no matter what generation we may belong to. His name will always be remembered. And that's a fact. Now, after verse 12, the psalmist says this. Sabi niya, You will arise and have pity on Zion. It is the time to favor her. The appointed time has come. What does that mean? Sino sa inyo, pag, minsan pag nagbabasa kayo ng Bible, tapos especially mga poetic at prophetic books, pag binabasa mo siya in order, parang, Pag, pagbasa mo sa next verse, ano daw sabi? Hindi mo magets. Yan. To help you better understand that actually, always read the whole context. Always read the whole chapter. The, the previous in the first chapter. Tapos, pagpray mo kay God and He will give you understanding. Sinabi to ng psalmist because yung context po nito, I know we started in verse 12, pero that, yung verse 12, ano na yan, that's the second half of the Psalm 102. Yung, psalm, yung first half, hindi na natin siya babasahin. Pero yung first half nitong psalm na to, really was, was, a, was a time wherein the writer of Psalm 102 was lamenting with the state of Zion, with the state of his nation. 
Verses 1 to 11, puro ano yun? Puro lament. Puro sorrow. The, the psalmist was crying out to God. Bakit ganito yung nangyari sa atin? Why has this happened? And he was just pouring out his soul to God. That's the first part of Psalm 102. That was pivot. Verse 12, you're enthroned. Your name is remembered. Kaya pala, sa verse 13, yun yung sinabi niya dyan. You will arise and have pity on Zion. You will have pity on what had happened to us. Ano kaya nangyari dito? Well, scholars were not so sure anymore of the timeline of this, of this passage of Scripture. Pero how many of you know, if you read the Old Testament, yung people ni God, Israel, ang dami nangyari, diba? Daming ups and downs. Book of Judges pa lang. Tapos, ano, one theory here probably was the exile in Babylon. So, ang dami, daming ganap, dami nangyari. Right? We're not too sure of the timeline here. Pero regardless, the point is, the, the nation was in a state of destitute. Tapos, ano, the psalmist was crying out here. And in verse 13, he was crying out to God. And he was declaring na, Lord, you will arise. You will have pity on us. You will have pity on Zion. It is the time to favor her. It's the appointed time has come. So amidst the destitute, amidst the brokenness of the nation, yung psalmist was still hopeful. Ang galing po nito. You know what's one thing we can learn from this passage of Scripture? It, it's this. One thing we can learn um, from this passage of Scripture is that we, we, can, we can actually grieve. We can lament. Especially, ano, pag, pag nababurden tayo sa mga nangyayari kunyari sa bansa natin or in our community or with our family, friends, and loved ones. We can grieve. Sige, cry out mo lang kay Lord yun. Pero, how many of you know that you can grieve with hope? Pwedeng umiiyak ka, pwedeng, pwedeng sobrang burdened ka. But that doesn't mean na wala ka ng hope even though you are feeling that pain in your life. Kasi ganun yung ginagawa ng psalmist dito. Lord, bakit ganito yung nangyari sa bansa namin? Bakit ganito yung nangyari sa Zion? But at the same time, pero alam ko, Lord, you will arise. You will have pity on us. It is the time to favor Zion. I know that because you are, you are powerful, you're exalted, you're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Kayang-kaya mo kami, ano, erase up from the ashes. Erase up from our destitution. How I many of you believe God can do, can do that? Amen? God can do that even with us today. So whatever it is you're grieving for, you're lamenting for, Lord, taas na inflation. Lord, ang taas ng peso, $2. Lord, taas na lang yung mga bills natin. Bakit, na, bakit nagkakaganto tayo? Lord, we can still have hope. We can, we can trust God na He can turn things around for the better. Amen? Grabe. Uh, did you know, you know how powerful God is? Ito na-connect ko lang ah. Now, ito, I'm, I'm just theorizing here. Pero remember last week, may, ano, may, may supposed ano, terrifying storm that was about to happen, uh, come to the nation. I believe that many Christians prayed to God during that time. Dami Dami, nag, nag-pray ba kayo? Lord, weaken the storm. Amen? How many of you know God answered our prayer? Amen? Ganun ka-powerful si Lord. Amen? He can do anything. Anyway, na- naalala ko lang. Grabe. Nung Sunday night, tulog na ako, tapos expect, in-expect ko na Monday morning, ano na, yan na, signal number. Parang, anong yari? Ba't wala? God stopped. God calmed 
the storm. Now, he, it doesn't do that all the time, pero God can do great and amazing miracles. That's how powerful God is. So here, whatever the state of our nation, of your community, of your family, you can, you can cry out to God and believe that He can turn things around for the better. Amen? Amen. So, nation was, stayed in a, was in a state of distress, but the psalmist believed that God can restore Zion. Now, how is this, how is this connected to the series natin? Kala ba every tribe, every nation? Ito na. In verse 15, ito ba yung connection nito? In verse 15, it says this. Tapos, Psalm 102, verse 15 says this. Nations will fear the name of the Lord, and all the kings of the earth will fear your glory. It's a declaration. The nations, meaning all the nations of the world, will, f- will fear the Lord, the name of the Lord, and all the nations of all the kings of the earth will fear your glory. Again, maganda, you see how it's all connected. Especially in the passage of scripture you're reading. Ani pinanggalingan ito? Ani pinanggalingan? The, the nation was in a state of destitute. The psalmist was lamenting and grieving for the nation. He prays to God, Lord, arise and ano, do, do, um, show your favor upon us. As a consequence, I believe when the psalmist wrote this, naniniwala ko nung sinabi niya to, um, na kapag ginawa ni Lord yung ano, sinasabi ng psalmist dito, and, and it comes to the time wherein Zion becomes restored because of the goodness of God, in verse 15, the effect of that is that the nations will fear the name of the Lord. And all the kings of the earth will fear your glory. Ito na yung theme ng Psalms, ng Psalm 102. Na even in their failings, even in the failings of Zion, even in the failing of whatever nation or people group that was faithful to God, even in the failings of any people, God can turn that around for, it, for the good. Amen? And God can use that for His purpose. God can use that in such a way na dahil makikita nung, ng, ng ibang tao how He will restore Zion here, then yung effect nun is all the nations of the earth during that time will see, wow, grabe, ang powerful ni God. Ang powerful ni God. Ito yung nangyari sa kanila, pero God restored them, the God that they were uh, praying to. Tapos yung mga tao, wow, amazing. Amazing God. Amazing Lord. Again, God... God set apart Israel to be a salt and light to the nations. Yun talaga yung main purpose nila from the beginning. Kaso they failed. They disobeyed God. They became idolatrous. Pero their failings did not mean na hindi na sila gagamitin ni Lord. Even in their failings, sabi ni God, I'm gonna restore you. I'm gonna show my favor upon you. And then because, because of that, all these nations, all the nations of the world will fear my name will revere my name. How many of you know, pag, pag si God yung nag-outpour ng blessing niya, tsaka favor niya, nothing can thwart that. Amen? Nothing, nothing can stop, stop the overflowing blessing and favor of God when He pours this out to, to us, to His people. Yun yung sinasabi ng psalmist dito. Nations will fear the name of the Lord. All the kings of the earth will fear your glory. Now question, this is verse 15. Bakit sinabi doon, nations will fear the name of the Lord? Bakit fear? 
Parang nakakatakot yun. Tama ba? Wow, bakit, bakit yun yung gustong maging outcome? Is that a good thing? Fear the name of the Lord. Kings of the earth will fear His glory. We're talking about the fear of the Lord here. How many of you know that the fear of the Lord is a healthy kind of fear? Amen? It's a healthy kind of fear. Usually when we talk about the fear of the Lord, it has something to do with people revering the name of God, showing respect. The Bible tells us about the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord, mga kapatid, is very important for all of us to imbibe and live out. And, and actually, ang nangyayari lang naman dito sa verse 15, rinerestore lang ni God yung original state of what things should have been. Rinerestore lang ni God to. Kasi yung nangyari, going back to Genesis earlier, ano yung nangyari? Because the people lived in rebellion against God, hindi na nila respect si God. They became idolatrous. They had no regard for God. The nations of the world did not fear the name of the Lord, meaning they did not respect Him. They lived in idolatry. They, they rebelled and turned away. So actually, this is a good thing. This is, this is restoring things to the state of what it really ought to be. When nations fear the name of the Lord, that's when things will start to go back in order. So it's just right. That's just God making things right. Kasi when the nations fear God, they will start to obey Him. Ganun po yun, mga kapatid. Tama po ba mga parents? Sa, sa mga parents, I'm sure ano, makaka-relate kayo dito. Di ba pag yung mga, yung mga anak nyo, they fear you in a healthy way, di ba? They obey you. Especially yung mga, ano, mga tamang bagay na pinapagawa nyo sa kanila. Tama ba? Kapag, ano, kapag hindi, nala, hindi na nila kayo fear, if they respect you, if they live in rebellion, they, won't, they also won't obey the, the nice and good things that you want them to live out. So parang ganun lang rin yung nangyari dito. So this is a good thing. Ito yung end, end goal nitong psalm na to. The nations will fear the name of the Lord and the kings of the earth will fear your glory. Then in verse 16 and 17, it says here, For the Lord builds up Zion, He appears in His glory. He regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise their prayer. He regards the prayer of the destitute and does not despise their prayers. Sino sa inyo thankful dito that God is a God who hears our prayers? Amen. Especially the prayers of the destitute, those who are in desperation of God. The, the Word of God tells us that He hears our prayer. And the context of this, again, was the, a, a nation that was in despair, a nation that was broken. Sabi dito, God hears the cry of the destitute. He hears their prayer. Now, how many of you know today that there are so many nations in the world as well today that's in a state of desperation, in a state of destitution? Tama po ba? I believe na this does not only apply to one nation, pero the principle here also applies with the nations of the world. And dami pong nations ngayon nagsasuffer. Tama po ba? Just look at the current world events. What's happening in ano, Russia and Ukraine? Tagal na na ito, ba? Hindi pa rin siya tapos. The nations are crying out to God. The nations are in despair. Hindi lang yun. In Africa, do you know that the poorest nations in the world can be found in the continent of Africa? 
Some of these nations don't even have access to the most basic type of healthcare and sanitation. These people are crying out. These people are in a state of destitution and despair. Yes, hindi, bu- hindi pa po tayo, quote-unquote, developed nation. And, may ma- and madami tayong mga ano, problema of our own. Tama po ba? Right? Pero did you know this? Ano lang, fact check lang. There, there are other nations that are actually poorer than us. And mas grabe rin yung situation nila. I believe that God has regard for the prayer of the nations. The nations are crying out, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you're able to hear that, pero we just have to look around. We, we just have to, kahit nga sa social media, basahin lang natin yung mga nakikita natin sa social media. So many terrible things are happening in the world and in the globe. But the promise of the Word of God is this. God hears those prayers and God will answer those prayers. And niniwala ba kayo that God is a God who answers prayers? And He will send, and sino pa papadala, papadala ni Lord para maging blessing doon sa nations na yun? Right? Ah, tawagan nyo yung ano, mayaman na bansa. Padala, na lang, padala lang nila yung mga financial resources nila. Magiging okay na rin sila. Ganun lang ba yung, yung solution doon? How many of you know that that's not the solution? When we read scripture, when we read the Bible, the, the solution is found with God's perfect redemption plan, which started with Abraham. Gusto ba natin, ano, ano, makita na umoke yung mga nations of the world? Every single nation, every single people in this world? Go back to the Abrahamic covenant in Genesis 12 kasi the promise for Abraham is that in you, all the families of the earth, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. The gospel is the solution for everything, ladies and gentlemen. The nations are crying and God's solution for that is to preach and send the gospel to the nations of the world. The nations are crying. Let me end with this, lastly. In verses 18 to 22. I'll just end with this. Let this be recorded for a generation to come so that the people yet to be created may praise the Lord that He looked down from His holy height from heaven the Lord looked at the earth to hear the groans of the prisoners to set free those who are doomed to die that they may declare in Zion the name of the Lord and in Jerusalem His praise when peoples gather together in kingdoms to worship the Lord. Verse 20 to hear the groans of the prisoners. To set free those who, are, who were doomed to die. Mga kapatid, ito po yung gagawin ni Lord. This is what He's going to do. Especially as people pray to Him. Especially as we call on the name of God. How many of you know that God will be the one to do this? To, to set free those who are doomed to die. What does this mean? Um... I believe meron tong, ano, meron tong physical at spiritual application. I believe it has a physical and spiritual application, especially with regard to reaching the nations of the world. Charles Spurgeon in his commentary said this about that passage of Scripture. Sabi niya, uh, the groan of those in prison, so far from being musical, are very horrible to hear, yet God bends to hear them. Those who are bound for death are usually ill company, yet Jehovah, this deigns to stoop from his greatness to relieve their extreme distress and break their chains. This he does by providential rescues, by restoring health to the dying, and restoring health to the dying, and by finding food for the, for the famishing. And for, by finding food for the famishing. 
Ang dami pong nangyayari sa ano, different nations of the world today, mga kapatid. Again, you just have to look and see and check. You just have to look and see and check. And, and hear the cry of the people. Physically, we believe na when we pray to God, God will be the one to do a great and mighty work in the nations of the world. Siya yung gagawa po nito. Physically, He can restore people. How many of you know na even though ma-war-torn yung mga nations of the world, God can, God can raise them from the ashes and build a better nation out of that. Amen? Kitang, na, nagawa na ni God yan for many, for many centuries already. So physically, God can provide provision, God can restore their health, God can do all of those things. I believe that's one of the things that God can do. But, yung, yung, yung next application ito is this, spiritually as well, my spiritual component. Si Charles Spurgeon continues that with this, his commentary on this verse with this. Sabi dito, spiritually, this deed of grace is accomplished by sovereign grace, which delivers us by pardon from the sentence of sin and by the sweetness of the promise from the deadly despair which a sense of sin had created within us. This is something we have to learn pa when we read the passage, when we read the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. See, God, He can physically restore us. He can financially provide for all of us. How many of you know that with God, nothing is impossible? Amen? Kaya kaya po gawin ni God yan, right? Pero kung at the end of the day, yun lang yung gagawin ni Lord, how many of you know that there will, all, there will still come a time one day where we will, we will still die? Amen? We will still die and leave this world. At the end of the day, Hindi lang po physical needs yung kailangan ng nations of the world and tayo. Hindi lang, hindi lang po physical yung usapan dito. Pero spiritual as well. Today, we believe na as the gospel is preached forth in the nations of the world, we believe that yan, people will be set free. These prisoners, many pris- there's so many people today who are prisoners and in bondage to sin. Ultimately, ito po yung kailangan natin ma-free from. And ultimately, this is where God will demonstrate His saving work. And yun yung ginagawa po ng church today by sending people out there to the nations. Because there are many people there who are dying, not just physically, but dying because of sin. Dying because of sin. Let me end this message by sharing uh, two stories. Two stories from uh, my personal experience as I joined a short-term uh, mission trip in reaching the nations. Personally, I've been part of two mission trips. Uh, one in Macau and another in the nation of Nepal. Dito sa two short-term mission trip na ito. To be honest, okay, um, ay, di pala na-share ni Ate Helen yun nung, ano, nung 5pm, pero ano eh, may share siya sa 3pm service. Powerful testimony on yung mga locals na reach out niya. Great and amazing. And they're, they're one of our leaders in the nation of China. Our people, diba? Discipling them, uh, making disciples and multiplying leaders, reaching out many, many Chinese in the nation of China. To be honest, nung ako, ano, nag, nag-join ako ng dalawang short-term mission trip, wala, 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 walang ganong classing revival. Sino-sino sino sino ano, part na naging, ng, uh, ng, naging part na ng short-term missions? Tama Yan. Ate Angel, yan. Janelle, May, Ate Elaine. Sino-sino gusto maging part ng missions one day? Amen? Long-term. Hindi, joke lang. Nilaloka lang. Short-term, okay? Short-term or long-term? 
believe God na ano, tatawagin kayo ni Lord. Ayan, si Charles, di ba? Part ka ng ano, uh, Indonesia ba yun? Basta yun, di ba? So, um, usually pag part ka ng mga ganyang short-term mission trip, ano kayo, parang, yung, syempre, you're in faith. You're believing God. Lord, pagpunta namin doon, revival will happen. Buong, buong bansa, masasay, mababorn again. Grabe, no? Pero, most of the time, it doesn't work like that. It's, ano, it's a slow but sure process of uh, the churches in the world sending missions team. And, uh, alam mo yun, pray lang, preach the gospel, share the gospel. So, no, no big stories of revival to talk about. But in, in these two trips, ano lang, we just did what, what was called for us to do. Engage the locals. Alam yun, wala, wala nang ano, wala nang hiya-hiya, okay? Um, minsan, ano, ang pinaka naging excuse namin, um, magtatanong ka, do you, oh, do you know where's the CR? Oh, okay, that's nice. Tapos, oh, by the way, my name is Andrew. Yun na, okay? So what, whatever it takes talaga when doing the work of God in, in, the, in the missions field. All sorts of excuse para ma-share yung gospel. So, as me and our team went out and tried to reach them out, sa, ito ba yung ano, pag, pag nag, may missions ka po doon, makikita mo yung state ng ano, eh, mga tao doon eh. And magkakaroon ka ng compassion and pity for them. Sa Macau po, uh, even though Macau is a very well-off nation economically, sobrang well-off po nila. Bakit? Daming casinos. They were dubbed as the, the Las Vegas of Asia. Sad reality is, they're a nation who does not acknowledge God. And ang cultural stronghold po doon is financial prosperity, gamings, and casinos. Many students there, all their life, yung mga nami-meet namin, merong isang ano, parang um, university, this one, IFT, Institution for Tourism. Meron talagang school for tourism kasi many, many students, yun na yung mindset nila. Mag-aaral ako dito kasi I want to be part of the tourism industry here. So, ang pinaka-purpose lang, lang talaga nila in life. So, be part of the tourism industry, get rich financially, and then that's it. It's really all about financial prosperity. Doon naman sa isang mission trip sa Nepal, me and my team were able to build relationship and friendship with a, with a few locals there. Ang goal po talaga is makonect sila sa local church. Pero may isang group doon na, ano, na naging friends na namin talaga during the trip. And even right now, kasi ano, may social media na, eh, madali na mag-connect, di ba? Ito sila, yan, yung mga yan. Um, one story... This guy named... Ay, hindi ko nasasabihin. Okay, baka may ano, data privacy. Pero, we, we keep on praying for them. Minsan may mga update-update pa ano man nangyari. Um, this guy, and actually, yung group nila, pag kinakausap mo sila, mararamdaman mo yung, ano, yung life nila, parang walang meaning and purpose. As I was preparing for this preaching, looking back at their accounts, ito yung caption nung, ano, nung isa sa mga guy doon. Sabi niya, I, I am just flesh and I'm just flesh attached to bones. Grabe, no? That serve no other purpose. Other than rotting. I hate everything about you. Grabe, no? Nakakasad ba? Sad. That's, that, that's the state. Lalo na in their nation that also do not acknowledge God. Life without purpose, life without meaning. So, Grabe, nag-empathize ako with him. Tapos, I, I tried to connect with... We're still friends. 
hopefully one day maka mag-meet ulit kami. Ginu-joke namin, okay lang kayo bubanda ng Pilipinas, kaya natala ulit mag-meet. Sana we'll be able to um, still engage them. So, ginawa ko actually, ano, in preparation for this message, minessage ko ulit siya, parang, kamusta lang, how are you? Kaso nga lang, yung kinamusto ko siya, ano, biglang, ano, nangutang pa sa akin. So, sabi ko, galing na ito, makakamusahin ko na, mangutang pa. Okay lang kasi hindi naman kristyano. Sabi ko, may Gcash ka ba? What's that Gcash? The joke lang, wal- walang Gcash. Pero, ganyan yung state. Ganyan, that's the state of the people in the nations of the world. Those, those, those are just a few. People who have no purpose in life or people na yung purpose lang nila talaga magpayaman at maging prosperous. I think, in a way, yung nation natin dito sa Philippines, parang blessing pa in disguise na at least pag kinausap mo most of the people, tama ba Ate Helen? Tama, nag-agree siya, di ba? Most of the people that you're able to talk here. Kaya minsan dali invite sa church kasi in-acknowledge natin na may God. We believe that there is a God. I think that's a blessing in disguise na yung nation natin, ganun yung history and roots. Pero ito, what about those other nations? Those other nations na actually do not believe in God and do not have a concept of who God is. Actually, that's one of the reasons actually why we send people to the nations. Kasi in a way, Blinas na tayo ni Lord po. For the past 37 years, people have been made into disciples, people have been made into leaders. And actually, ano, nag-ano lang yan. Nag, ano tawag doon? Nag-snowball lang. We believe more and more people will get reached out in this nation and country. Amen? Do you believe that? Right? Pero this is the reason why we are sending people to the nations. Kasi mas, yung condition nila, the culture, mas, mas challenging. Tama ba Ate Helen? Right? Kasi some of these people, it will take years before they actually acknowledge na, oh nga no, there is a God. Folks, that's just a couple of, of the stories of the spiritual state of the world. It doesn't matter whether you are in a financially prosperous country like Macau or Japan. It's not about them being a financially prosperous nation. They may be financially prosperous, pero yung, yung souls nila, they're rotting away. Or a nation like Nepal who believes in many gods. And dami po. Doesn't matter what country in the world we're talking about. Again, at the end of the day, um, God looks down from His holy height from heaven and looked at the earth. Sabi doon in verse 20, to hear the groans of the prisoners, to set free those who were doomed to die. How many of you believe na ano, um, si God gagamitin niya yung church to bring His salvation to the nations. Do you believe that? Do you believe that God will use us to bring salvation to the nations? Hopefully so. Kasi kung tayo palang di na tayo naniniwala, then how much more will, paano pa magta-translate to? To the work in the mission field. He will do this primarily through the church. Verse 21, that they may declare in Zion the name of the Lord and in Jerusalem His praise. And verse 22, let me end with this. When peoples gather together and kingdoms to worship the Lord. Yan po yung pinaka-end goal po, mga kapatid. End goal of everything that should happen in the history of the world. For people to gather together and the kingdoms to worship the Lord. One day po, we will see this happen. Do you believe that we will see this one day happen? That all the peoples will gather together. All the kingdoms of the earth will worship God. At the end of all things, this is what we expect to happen. 
Sinabi ko po kanina, diba, that the theme of reaching the nations, that's a very important theological theme in the Bible. Genesis up until the book of Revelation. In Revelation 7-9, it says here, and this is where we got actually the inspiration from our title, Every Tribe, Every Nation. Let me end with this. After this, I looked and behold a great multitude that no one could number. From every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hand. At the end of the day, this is what we will see happening at the end of all things. People from every tribe, every people, every language gathering together, worshiping God. Consistent, no? Yun yung sinabi ng Psalms. Tapos sabi ng Bible, at the very end of it, this is what all the stories will lead up to. Every person from every tribe, every people, every language gathering together, worshiping God. Question, mga Filipinos lang po ba yung makikita natin one day in heaven, worshiping God? No, not just us. But every person from every nation and every culture. This is the destiny of all things. And especially tayo mga Kristiyano. This is what God wants, mga kapatid. This is the overall bigger picture. God is forcefully advancing His kingdom. The question is, will you be part of that? Magiging part ka ba ng ginagawa ni Lord in reaching and bringing salvation to the nations? Si God po, He can do that on His own. But the question is, are we gonna be part of that? Are we gonna join Him? Are we going to be faithful in His personal call in our lives? Whatever that is, in taking part of the Great Commission. Between now, between now and at the end of all things, ganun po yung ginagawa ni Lord. Reaching and advancing the kingdom of God through the church. Will we be faithful in what God has called us to do? Will we be faithful in preaching the gospel and making disciples of all nations? Let me just pray for all of us. Lord, thank you God for our time. Thank you, God, for your word. I thank you, God, for what you're doing, Lord God, in the nations of the world. Thank you, God, because, um, Lord, for the, the preaching of your word, for helping us understand, Lord God, na you hear the cries of the nation. You hear the cries of the destitute, Lord God, of, of different peoples from every tribe, every language, every nation. And thank you, Lord, because we know we have a responsibility. We have a huge responsibility, Lord God in advancing your kingdom wherever you will call us to be. And I pray, Lord God, na for, for, for those whom you call, Lord, we'll just be faithful, Lord God, with the part that we have to play in discipling the nations of the world. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody say, Amen and Amen.